Oh, shit. Come on, Gary. Act. You have the power. Fuck. Dirk Dirk Allah. Dirk Dirk Muhammad Jihad. Haka Sherpa Sherpa. Bakala. Oh, Dirka Dirka Dirka. Why is everyone so fucking stupid? Why aren't more people intelligent? Like me. I'm so lonely. So, so lonely. So lonely and sad, real alone. There's no one, just me only. Sitting on my little throne. Matt Damon. I work very hard and make up great friends. But nobody listens, no one understands. Seems right, no one takes me seriously. And so, I'm roaring. A bit roaring. Or This coffee smells like shit. Grant any last wishes? I was referring to you. Not that the chains aren't a hot look, but no. I'm not gonna straddle you in front of all these good nights. What if I killed all of them first? I'm just taking over where God left off. If you really believe that, then you should clone yourself. So I can understand your unique perspective? No. So you can go fuck yourself. Dr. Evil! I'll kill him! Gotcha! Shot me, you a-hole! What the hell is this? Tastes like Gatorade. Is that that Brondo stuff? They're watering crops with a sports drink? Brondo the Thirst Mutilator had come to replace water virtually everywhere. Water, the basic component of all life had been deemed a threat to Brondo's profit margin. The solution came during the budget crisis of 2330, when the Brondo Corporation simply bought the FDA and the FCC, enabling them to say, do, and sell anything they wanted. Joe didn't know any of this, but he did see a problem that he might actually be able to solve. With his options running out, Joe took a bold step. He would not get out of the way. This time, he would lead.
for the last time. I'm pretty sure what's killing the crops is this Brondo stuff. But Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. So wait a minute. What you're saying is that you want us to put water on the crops. Yes. Water. Like out the toilet? I don't know if you guys know it, but you're, uh, you're out of toilet paper. I am the great Cornholio. Pee-pee? <laughs> for my bunghole? <laughs> pee-pee for my bunghole. I need pee-pee for my bunghole. I need pee-pee for my bunghole. Pee-pee for my bunghole? I need TV for my bunghole. TV for my bunghole? I must get TV for my bunghole. TV for my bunghole? Yeah, yeah. TV for my bunghole. Yeah, pretty good. I need TV for my bunghole. TV, you must give me your TV. I need TV for my bunghole. You will give me TV. Give me your TV. He will give me TV. Are you threatening me? 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 I need Rolios for my bunghole. I need Rolios for my bunghole. You have any Olio? You have any Olio? Rolio. Rolios for my bunghole. I need Olio for my bunghole. I have a portfolio in my bunghole. With my Olio. Rolio. Rolios for my bunghole. The almighty bunghole. Almighty bunghole. The almighty bunghole. You cannot escape the almighty bunghole! Run as you may! You cannot escape! Bungholio! 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 I have no bunghole! I am the great Cornholio! Keepie?
to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today is Saturday, September 19th, 2020. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use at your own risk. This show is copyrighted by me, in Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without our written consent. Or you can just ask. Finally, the show is opinionated. That's why we do it. The host especially... Callers 815-290-0912. Guests, people that are naughty in the chat room and deserve a spanking will and always will be opinionated under no circumstances whatsoever. Should opinions be taken as advice if you're seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a license of required person in his or her field there little tommy hey man no that's his name broadcasting live from an undisclosed location i cannot tell you even if you torture me to death it will not happen but it is somewhere in the great Midwest, that I can tell you for now. And there is reasons for it. Anyway, I will share that. Maybe this episode. I don't really know. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. So anyway, welcome to the original Red Pill Show. I need to share some stats. Now we are on fucking Facebook. Uh, Twitter, Periscope, uh, Twitch, fuck, I don't know, Podbean, um, um, Spreaker, Spreaker.com, and some other formats, YouTube, maybe not me though, but the network is, and, uh, iTunes, and whatever. So I am at my own discretion, just so you guys know, because where's the show? Because I have a hard time finding it myself. It will definitely be on podbean.com. You can download. Oh, and Spotify. Yeah, Spotify too. Stupid fucking name. We're on there too. Just type the original red pill show and probably freedom revolution network. And you will find it somewhere. But my preference is always a podcast. So this is live. It's live on podbean.com. It's live on SteamYard and then through all the other platforms. I'm just explaining to this. Because Alex Jones doesn't even have to put him down. But he doesn't make it easy to download his episodes. How And that's how I listen to him. 
And that's still my preference as a listener. I listen to Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I listen to Peter Schiff. I listen to Alex Jones. And I like downloading them and listening to them. So I can only expect some, not all, people to do the same or they have that habit, especially if you're accustomed to downloading things way back in the day and podcasts, which podcasts are getting more popular anyway, but there used to be one way to get to them. And that was through downloading them. Usually iTunes. Cause everybody's so fucking stupid. That, uh, how do you download? Oh, it's just on iTunes. So I just go there. Hey, hey, hey Adrian, fucking download this. I got to kick Apollo's ass. So that's how you do that. Okay. So I can only throw it out there and make it easy for you guys. Okay. So it's on podbean.com. You can download the Podbean app. And it's also on iTunes. And it's on Spotify. So that, in my opinion, is all you need to know. Okay. So with that said, we got a chat room and Podbean. I don't think anybody's there. No, let's see who is in. Steam Yard. Dave's in there. He's hanging out. What are you guys doing on a Saturday night? We got a couple hours to kill, so I figured I'd come on here. And next Friday night, I have a surprise for you. And I'm not going to tell you until it happens. So there's no video. I know I'm not putting video on because my bandwidth sucks. So if I put the, put the video on, it takes my bandwidth and it chops it up. So sorry, you don't. You can't look at my gorgeous faith right now in my hot ass and just my sexy body. So you're just going to have to listen to my voice. And isn't that the idea anyway? Really? This ain't a fucking TV show. Sorry. So we're going to go to podbean.com and we're going to look at stats. Okay. And I'm going to share. Sure. For the last 24 months, you ready? Here we go. The world, Mr. Bond, according to you. We want the entire planet. United States of America, we're all just unified and uh, believe in patriotism and the Constitution and back our president. Uh, Canada, Australia, mate, India. Oh, Richard Parker, we're all going to die. United Kingdom, Brazil, Russia, comrade. Yes, I fucked up at the election. Uh, yeah, and uh, I got a camera on it when I'm done here. Ireland, Sweden, New Zealand, Nigeria, uh, Switzerland, France, Paris, France, Denmark, home of forever still, Germany. Yeah, we're the big to talk. Austria. You need to work out from asshole. South Africa in unknown. Which I only can assume that's teachers, firefighters, military, and law enforcement. You're all heroes to me. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And no professional sports for me. Okay. 
So now we're going to go to the United States of America. Like I said, we're just all unified. Where the fuck? Where, where's the stats at? Here it is. Number one is Colorado, which I'll disclosure, probably me, because I used to download the show from here. And I do it on Spotify. Virginia, Michigan, Ohio, Oregon, Texas. Don't you miss my sister. I'll blow your balls off. Illinois, California, Washington, Georgia, New Hampshire, Nevada, and unknown. So that is this country. Canada, eh? British of Columbia, Newfoundland, and Labrador, Labrador, I think, L-A-B-R-A-D-O-R, I've never seen that one, Ontario, Alberta, and Quebec, and finally, Australia, mate, New South Wales, Western Australia, and unknown, I don't know what unknowns, I don't know why. The IP addresses can't be identified. I don't know if I want to know. I only can assume good, positive things. And like I said, it's military, firefighters, teachers, law enforcement, whatever. And again, you guys are all heroes to me. That's it. All right. So what's going on? So I wanted to comment. I wanted to comment. I feel like Joe Biden. I fucking been forgetting what I'm saying. But I'm going to run for senator. Um, there's a congressman. No, I think it's mayor. Fuck, I can't remember. I was going to comment on, oh, so just a little reflection here. I just got back from Florida, Florida, and uh, was visiting with a friend. And something, first of all, Cobra Kai, I'm going to talk about that too. If you like the Karate Kid, and I really don't know anybody that doesn't, Netflix has a show called Cobra Kai. And it's the number one show in the country on Netflix. So all you people around the world, watch the Karate Kid. And you got to excuse my ignorance as a stupid American I don't know if the entire planet has seen. That's so weird, too. Entire planet. The entire planet has seen Karate Kid. I only can assume. So, because it's our culture and whatever. It's our culture, and you can't have it. We can't share it. You can go fuck yourself. So, I just assume everybody has seen it. So, Netflix came out with a series. It's in the second season. It's called Cobra Kai. It has all the same cast of characters except Mr. Miyagi, who unfortunately passed away like 15 years ago. So he obviously is not in it. But this show is fucking is. I'm not a binge watcher. the The only show that I binged on was 24 when it came out on DVD, and I just burned through that like like it was nuts. My ex-wife, not to bring her up, we had like a fucking movie library of like Blockbuster with seasons of The Sopranos. I still have them. I've been dragging them around everywhere since I got 
divorced and moving. Well, this will be seven or eight times. And I'm in limbo right now trying to decide where I'm going to go. Uh, but I went to Florida and my friend who I went to high school with, she never saw this. And I go, Laura, you got to fucking watch the show. And she goes, will you watch it with me? I said, hell yeah. And I even picked up some stuff that I didn't pick the first time around. But you have to watch Cobra Kai. Okay. So we're setting that up. And I don't know what was before we went into Netflix on the app on the television. There was some news bullshit on and how they're bringing back Russia, whatever, that they ruined the election and Putin affected the election in favor of President Trump. And I, you know, I, I am not watching news. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not paying any attention to this shit. And I just said, that is fucking ridiculous. And she concurred and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, here. So I turn the TV down and I go, let me ask you some questions. Okay. I said, who would win a chess match between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump? And we say some Jeopardy music because I would be playing it right now. Who would win a chess match? In a game of chess, Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. Okay. I know we're all stupid asses right now and we can't think and we're being fooled with fear and intimidation and blame and hate and name calling and all this other crap. But you should be able to be level headed. Unless you've been drinking. Ooh, you've been drinking already. Which hopefully the show sound better if you are, if you're a little buzzed. Bring me a beer. Okay, so who would win a chess game? Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton? Okay. So it, it would be Donald Trump. I would bet everything that I have on that game. Okay. And let's just for reasonable purposes or fair. Well, that's not fair because I only play one game. <laughs> okay. Let's play a tournament then. All right. Whatever that is or a match set. All right. Donald Trump might not win every chess game in the match, but I am 100% confident he would win. Period. Okay. So now you're Putin. I rigged the election. Yes, I wanted Hillary Clinton to win because she is a bad chess player. Get it? Why in the fuck? Okay. Why would Putin, ex-KGB, very smart guy, blah, 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 blah. Former known enemy, Russia, USSR. Superpower, Cold War enemy. Want Donald Trump as 
an enemy in charge commander a chief in a thermal nuclear war over Hillary Clinton. Are you fucking serious? And I said that to her, my friend, and she goes, Tim, that is the best, most intelligent answer that I've ever fucking heard about this stuff. I'm like, it, 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 it is what it is. Are you serious? So you're telling me that Putin rigged the election for Donald Trump to win, who would by far be more adversarial and strategic in thermonuclear war or any type of war than Hillary Clinton. And if you don't agree to that, you better get your fucking head examined. Okay, so that's just my opinion. The show's all about opinions. I would love to hear your side of it, but uh, I don't think Hillary Clinton would stand a chance against Vladimir Putin. You wouldn't. I must break you. I did not break the election, you stupid bitch. And all you stupid liberal Democrats that think he's a misogynist and a racist. You are so stupid. We are going to take you over just because of your stupidity. Get that fucking right. All right, so that's enough of that. So that was Cobra Kai, <laughs> which is into that. God, this show's like all over the place, ain't it? Tammy, you bipolar. Oh, I don't know. Let me examine your head and let me see. Um, yes, I see a little bit of psychosis there, a little bit of paranoia, possibly from a drug addiction. You are an asshole, and uh, you're just a dick. Oh, thank you. There you go. There's the diagnosis right there by Dr. Whoever that was. All right. So what's going on, huh? Let's check the chat room. How are you guys? How are you doing on a Saturday night? Homeboy. What's up, man? How you doing? Homeboy entered the um, chat room. Thank you. Welcome. And let's see who is on Steam Yard. Dave Harris. I did. Okay, Dave, 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 Dave. Hey, yeah, man. Hey, it's me. It's me. Open the door, man. Dave. Yeah. Open the fucking door. Dave's not here, man. <sighs> he's in the he's in the chat room and it stupid red pill show. Okay. So Dave's in there. Well, you know what? It's just us guys. Okay. Who gives a shit? You don't need any stupid broads anyway, because I hate women. Okay. And I'm a racist. And an asshole and a cheater and a liar and everything else. Just so you know who you're listening to. So what was I going to talk about? Well, I never have an agenda, but I have to say this. Okay. And I'm not watching any news, but I downloaded Pluto. Okay. And it's free TV, literally free TV. And I'm impressed with how much shit you get. I mean, back in the day, before I got my ass handed to me and a divorce and I got no pot to fucking piss in, I had direct TV, I you know, had all that stuff, okay? 
And from this position, that was a luxury. <laughs> so uh, I was spending like 30, 40 bucks on Sling. Because in my opinion, it was the best internet cord cable service Sling. And um, I don't even have that now. Because I don't have a job and I'm a, I'm a loser. You're such a loser. I'm that too. I'm a loser. Misogynist, racist, loser, unemployed, asshole. There you go. That's why I'm on this network. <laughs> okay. But I'm watching Pluto and I'm going through the guide, TV guide on the scrolling. And Glenn Beck is on there. The Blaze, whatever, GBTV, whatever the fuck he calls it now. And uh, he had an episode titled or somewhere about, about Civil War. Okay. Now, this is something that I've been hearing and seeing, and it keeps repeating itself. Now, I'm not so sure I'm going to dive into it. But I did watch some of it if not all of it. And it even kind of put me back on my heels because we only have what? This is September, October, November. Like what? Not even two months? Not even. Six weeks, 40 days, 50 days, something to the election. And I talked to somebody about this. And believe it or not, believe it or not, this is a big reason one of the big reasons that I got the fuck out of Colorado temporarily. I may go back if they get their shit together, but I doubt it. So now I'm searching for a home as he am in the twist. It took Toto and I, and we're not in Kansas anymore. And I need to find a home. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm doing, but my thinking was this. Due to the political climate in Colorado, which my mistake, I thought was mostly a red state. Isn't. And the governor passed all this crap. The mayor of Denver passed all this crap. Which infringed on our rights. Now, I don't mind. And actually, when Mel and I were doing this show and other hosts on this network, you got to give them credit. Right when this shit came out with the coronavirus. Hey, man, can I get a coronavirus, please, man? Yeah, because I feel like shit. Mm. Hey, man, you're fucking racist. Do you hate women, too? Yeah, man. A lot of hosts on this network called this shit out including Mel and I there's something schooly going on around here <laughs> uh, yeah and it still is first you can do this then you can't do that then you can do this then you can't do that and then you gotta shut your business and then you can open it and, it gets, and it's the end of the fucking world well first of all was oh there's nothing wrong Donald Trump's being racist because he's stopping all the flights these are all facts and pretty much locking air travel down because it came from China. 
It's the Wuhan virus. Chinese virus. You're racist. And all the blue liberal states said, eh, don't worry about it. Come down to Chinatown, racist again. Come down and celebrate everything. There's nothing going on. He's just using it as a political weapon. <laughs> Do you remember this? And then they flipped it. So I can't stand bipolar sociopaths that act like they have your best interest at heart and they don't. They just don't. They, this is Rome all over again. I talked about another friend about this too. We are repeating Rome and we're just about ready to get invaded by the Huns. So that discussion, believe it or not, was a four hour discussion with a very good friend of mine whom I am not going to say. And then I, this was just last night. And then I turn on Glenn back by accident. See, I, I think the, this is where I really go off the deep end. Okay. Oh yeah. And I'm crazy too. So you got to put that in there. Uh, a misogynist, a racist, an asshole. Uh, I'm crazy. And this will, I guess, solidify that. It's the red pill show, original red pill show to make you think. That's all I ask. Think. But I think God or the universe talks to us. It just is a matter of, are you paying attention? What is the energy? What's the flow? What is he or she, for that matter, trying to tell you? Are you awake? Are you even open to receiving that? Or, uh, I'm not going to listen to this shit because it's all politics and pro-Donald pro Trump. Really? Uh, no. How about no? But that's what they try to spin it to because you can't think for yourself. You got to turn on the television or you got to make it everything about you or your woman's rights or racism and all that crap when the facts are the facts. Fact is this, as far as abortion goes, which is nothing more than human sacrifice. And you spin that into, well, I have a choice and it's my body and I can do what the fuck I want. Include, including killing kids. Okay. Now, read the book, The Harbinger, okay? I really honestly don't care what you think. And actually, we need different perspectives and beliefs to find the truth. But you still can't argue the facts. In this fact-checker bullshit, where do you go for your facts? CNN? And even Fox News, for that matter? I don't, I don't care. But you cannot argue that abortion is killing human life and is human 
sacrifice. And that was supposed to separate us from all the other civilizations and countries and religions and beliefs and all that stuff over the respect of human life and rights for that matter. Are you really surprised China let loose or couldn't contain and control a fucking virus being a communistic country? Does that really surprise you? It shouldn't. No, it's Donald Trump's fault because he's a racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because we want to kill all the Chinese people? I don't even get it. But you cannot argue the fact that terminating, killing, stopping, whatever word you want to use, killing human life is human sacrifice. And back in the day and all these religions and they would take kids and they'd sacrifice them or they throw them off a cliff or into a fire to, to sacrifice or appease the gods or whatever. Egyptians did it. There's even stories in the Bible about it. The stories I read though, or know of, they, he stopped, God stopped him because God was testing his loyalty, which is kind of a fucked up way of doing it. But nonetheless, God is looking over the United States of America because we follow God's will, which includes not killing kids. And every civilization that has done that, including human sacrifice, turning his back, their back on God, has failed. So, you can pull out your fact checkers. You can do whatever the fuck you want. This is more of a common sense. I mean, I if I see somebody beating a kid or a dog, they're going to hit me in their face. You're killing an innocent, undefensible human life. What is wrong with you? And for full disclosure, because I don't want you to think I'm being judgmental. Well, how do you know? Well, I'll tell you how I know. Because when I was young and my girlfriend at the time that became my wife was in a gymnast accident at, in high school. She was still in high school. They rushed her. She landed on her neck because some asshole, I still don't know who it was, pulled the mat on her because she was doing flips and floor work, floor routine. She landed on her head and tweaked her neck, rushed her to the hospital, took x-rays, and didn't use a shielded leaded And they found out that she was pregnant, and the medical team strongly suggested an abortion. for medical reasons. They pretty much said the kid was probably fried. So we agreed to terminating the baby.
Kathy was about the baby based on medical recommendations. Okay. There's always circumstances to things or a backstory. And that's what happened. So am I being an asshole and a hypocrite? Uh, I don't know. I'm not being a hypocrite because I am guilty as charged too for destroying a human life. Then you see people losing their shit about puppies, you know, or kittens. Like, oh my God, look what you're doing. You kill the farmer took all these cats and threw them in a sack and threw them in the lake. And I saved them. But a month later, you get knocked up. Well, I don't want the kid and it's my health and I don't want the kid. So I'm going to terminate it. Makes no sense to me. <laughs> Makes no fucking sense to me. So the whole, the whole reason why I'm bringing this up is we're falling from God. Our nation's falling apart because people just don't fucking care. And if you haven't noticed, it's been getting worse with hate and division and racism and everything else that's going on right now. And our country is being torn apart. And a big reason is that, well, because we're all assholes. And number two is because God is not protecting us because we're turning our back on him in more ways than one throwing them out of schools, separation of church and state. No, you guys flipped it, in my opinion. The state can or cannot tell you what to do. But they are. Separation of church and state. Don't tell me what to do in my choice of religion. This is a Christian-based country. You can't argue that. Watch the movie or documentary by Kirk Cameron called monumental then i could really care what you think i really don't care what you think just just educate yourself if, if you search for answers and not on cnn or fox or fucking whatever just it'll come to you if if you're open to it again the energy in the uni universal law or whatever if you're seeking the truth and answers regardless of your beliefs it will be right in front of your face. You just have to see it and be open enough to listen to it. Okay. So that's kind of a premise that where I'm going because I've been trying to figure out why I don't want empathy or sympathy. I'm trying to figure out why after 27 years of marriage, 20 years of a successful business, my family was like the Brady Bunch I was very successful, had two or three of everything, never thought in a million years I would lose it all. Don't we all, though? I'm sure you do. I'm not going to lose my job. I shared the story with my boss and owners of the company when I worked in Colorado, and they have a bonus pay structure. And it's a good bonus structure, but I told all of them, I go, I don't live my life based on a bonus. Because a bonus is just a bonus. 
and a bonus can be taken away. Okay. So I didn't. And I actually managed to save that money. And that's why I'm being a loser. And I haven't worked in a month, which has been the longest time that I haven't worked. But it's by choice. I haven't aggressively looked for a job. I have looked for a job. I've never filed unemployment. My philosophy was always if I lost my job, whether I quit it or I got fired, I went out and filled out 10 applications a day and would not stop until I was hired. So I was never unemployed for more than a few days or a week at the most. Whereas most people, oh, well, I got fired, run to the unemployment office. Whatever. That's your that's your decision. Kind of ties into socialism very, very remotely. Someone else is paying your bills. But I told my boss, bosses and owners, I go, that's great. If I make the bonus, I do, and I'll just save it or spend a little of it, but I'm not going to buy a car or house dependent on getting a bonus. Now, this was pre-COVID. So guess what? 2020 fucking worst year I've ever experienced comes in COVID-19 or coronavirus. Hey, man, don't say that. They cancel any fucking beer. COVID-19. Yeah, because people think if they drink Corona, they're going to get coronavirus. Fucking stupid. I couldn't believe when I read that one. What? Are we really that stupid? I, I Really? Apparently so. So COVID-19 came. And guess what? Our hours got cut from 40 to 25, which eliminated the bonus. And if I would have said, just like I'm talking now, it's not about being right. It's about being perceptive and looking down the road. And I don't like, I don't like what I see. And a big reason why I got out of Colorado, among other things, I don't like what I see. Because regardless, in my opinion, who wins the election, according to numbers, half of the country is going to be pissed. You have this judge that just died. And from what I can tell, and I could be wrong, because I'm trying to stay out of this stuff, but she was a liberal judge. and according to Alex Jones before I even came on here because he was talking about it. The Constitution says the president has to select a judge, which will obviously be another conservative judge in the Supreme Court. And I guess Judge Ginsburg, her, her dying wish was, I want my replacement to be delayed until the next president is installed 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 you can read into that all you want so things are things are pointing looking at like more civil unrest more people losing their shit and in my opinion, it's all, not all, some truth to some things, but it's all 
based on deception, fear, intimidation, and lies. And it's destroying America. Now have some people been discriminated against, oppressed, used? Yeah, and I can raise my hand right here. I have. Although I'm white, a lot of my heritage is Cheyenne Native American Indian, okay? So, if we want to debate who got fucked the worst and make it a contest for reasons of rebellion, getting even, justice, it's goddamn Indians. Okay? But me always falling back on that and living in the past and demanding justice. There's no excuse for what the white man did to the native American Indians. None. Zero. Zero. Take the land from these people. God knows what they did to the women and children when they were doing it. And then winning and getting him drunk and shoving him on reservations from what I hear are shitholes. Well, we'll give you a free education in a casino. Hmm. Sound good to me. Really? But every every different color people that either got in the way of the government or people of power or they need you have been lied to and oppressed. Think about it. Black people, African-Americans. Oh, just vote for me and we'll put you in this housing for free and you can pop out kids and you'll get more money from us as long as you don't marry the daddy. And then the kids grow up in the projects, which are shitholes. Kids got no future. Too much time on their hands. No dad has a mom that doesn't work. Collecting more money. Kid don't have nothing to do. So then he gets into trouble and gets into gangs. Well, I need some money. Start selling drugs. Then he got rivalries and competition. And they go around killing each other. Really? That's that's a government that cares about you? And now, and Candace Owens said this, in front of a bunch of black people, African-Americans, she got hell for it until they listened the birth rate of African-Americans is going down, 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 and the birth rate of Hispanics is going up, up, up. So you know what? If you don't think certain people in the government, not all, not painting a broad stroke of government, certain people that were attain their power want to, you don't think they have an eye on the Hispanic people? So once again... Like the black people, well, there's not enough numbers there. You know what? We'll just, well, we'll focus on Hispanics. Yeah. 
They'll vote for us. They could sneak in the country, sanctuary cities, get your driver's license. We'll take care of you as long as you vote for me. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and then you say something about rule of law and second, third, fourth generation Americans here, they have some equity in here busting their ass and people that came in the country the legal and right way. And you say something, you're racist. More division. The Chinese, when they were here after Pearl Harbor, Asian people, I mean, every fucking chink looks a a, a gook looks alike, right? Vietnamese, South South Korean, can't get out of North Korea, so I don't think I've ever seen a North Korean. Let's say somehow magically escaped. Chinese, Japanese, they all look the same, right? So after Pearl Harbor, the Chinese internment camps, and if you think every person was Chinese, they were Japanese, weren't they? So, you know, it made me look like a dumbass. Hang on. Let me hit the rewind button. Rewind button. Japanese internment camps. But like I said, it doesn't matter. If they looked Japanese, you were discriminated against and thrown into internment camps because of Pearl Harbor. That's the government. Certain people in the government. They serve no purpose. They're not going to vote. Or not enough to make a difference. Majority, so throw them in an internment camp. And on and on and on. So the point of it is this country, mostly the government and of color or not like them when they die they come back as a black person in the next life or a Chinese person or an Asian person or whatever and although they don't realize they are whom they were oppressing and being a racist are now treated like that That's what I believe. That's how we learn our lessons as souls. That's why some people have a old soul. Some people are still as dumb as fuck and they're not going to get it. But some move up and ascend and learn their life lessons by being a good human. And we're not being good humans. If you hate gay people, and just can't stand them. And they're saying, well, the Bible says this, and that doesn't make any sense, and the parts don't fit. Yeah, but love is love, okay? But if you can't stand black people, a black gay person, <laughs> uh, your next life to learn your lessons, to be a good human, is going to come back as a gay black person. And you're going to feel the treatment and the pain to learn your lessons of being the person that you destroyed. That's what I believe. I never did believe that. And I read Ruth Montgomery books. I've read so many books, I don't even want to tell you. But Ruth Montgomery, 
just explains this stuff and reincarnation and all this stuff. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. Why can a kid come out of the womb in the birth room and start doing jibber jabbering of a foreign language? And of course the nurses or the doctor need to know the language that the baby's spitting out and be like, holy shit, that kid's talking fucking Spanish. How? How can a person sit in front of a piano or pick up a guitar or be smarter than shit in some things that we can't even comprehend at such early ages? Or more specific, like I was saying, how can a kid sit in front of a piano and play Beethoven or Mozart without ever taking a music lesson? Because in a past life, not immediately before, or it could be 10 lives and they're on their 11th to try to learn lessons. And at one time they knew how to play the piano. It all makes sense to me, whether it is true or not. So everything that's happening now, it's called karma. Karmic indebtedness, karmic lessons, all the hate and the pain and everybody spewing shit out on Facebook, on social media, to their friends, calling them names. I've been called a racist, a misogynist. I don't hate any people of color. I don't hate women. women. My mother's a fucking woman. Don't hate her. Don't hate women. I hate what people have done to me, but that's on them. And that's their karmic indebtedness. Because if I demand, does it sound familiar? If I demand justice, inequality on my terms until I'm satisfied, which I don't think, it could ever happen, but until I'm satisfied that I got paid back and the scale of justices has been balanced, I won't be happy. But if you let the universe deal out injustice and inequality, it's going to happen 10 times. I have seen it. I've experienced it. It's going to happen 10 times worse to the people that are spewing this stuff. But it doesn't change the fact that it's destroying and dividing everybody. And if you think just because of history of the world and governments that the Ronald Reagan said this, Pretty much like you better run if you hear somebody from the government say this. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. We are going down the road of socialism. Oh, it's going to be fine. We're just going to print money and everybody's going to get universal pay. And there's going to be no rewards for working harder or improving yourself or anything else. Because it's just not equal and fair. You know, shit. But capitalism, 
with enforced regulation is still the best way, but it's all been destroyed. It's been destroyed since 1971, actually before that, when the Federal Reserve Act was, and income taxes was passed back in 1913 or 1911, and then severing the gold standard in 71, and bailouts, and globalization, and your jobs being shipped away. And you can't make it. And you got to shop at Walmart because it's the only place you can afford it. And cities are destroyed that were industrialized. But see, that's still not enough. Now, now we got to get you, we got to attack you personally. Not that that wasn't bad enough. It was the income inequality. Now it's the race war. And then finally, it'll be the holy war because this is all going to transfer into what you believe or what you don't believe. And I said earlier, I, I couldn't figure out why my wife would betray me. Put into writing, defend her son-in-law at all costs. Check him out right in front of me. Hang with him like he's his best buddy. Couldn't stand him when my daughter first started dating him. And then she, my daughter married him. And then employees starting their own company. Undermining me, my company. Taking my, taking my customers. I'm not going to say that it's not even comparable to Jesus and betrayal, but I do understand. And when something like that happens to a person, you, you're just like, this isn't happening. This is my family, my daughter hating me because she thinks that I was unfaithful and not loyal to her mother, which is not true. Thanks to my son-in-law. None of it's true. I will take a polygraph test and I can promise you I will pass it with flying colors. But see, it's water over the dam. The levee's broke. It's all gone. It doesn't matter. But I always tried to find out why. And then, of course, you say things and you look like the crazy one. And then you stumble on sociopaths, which the government's full of them. At least narcissists, for sure. Psychopaths, sociopaths. You jump down that rabbit hole. And you're like, holy shit. Because if you don't keep pursuing what's going on, you will go crazy. So, well, total time, I mean, all this shit started right after the meltdown. So I would say a good 12 years, the meltdown happened. I woke up, I did this stupid podcast. My family and business slowly deteriorated from there. My wife, my son-in-law got closer to my wife to drive me from her, destroy my family. 
destroy my business. And then one employee and another one joined them, incorporated, took 90% of my work. If they gave him a job, provided for the family, gave him a great opportunity. And Tim gets destroyed. And I'm like, man, you talk about bad karma. I must have been a real motherfucker in some past lives. And spending two and a half years really getting to know me, try living alone, alone, alone. No cat, no dog, no dog, my dog in my apartment. No bird, no fucking fish, nothing. Try living alone. Work all day, depending on your job. I had social interactions because I'm an extrovert. Try living alone for two and a half years and looking at yourself with no personal human interaction. Then let's throw COVID-19 on there. Now you can't even go to the gym. Or go see live bands. Or live your fucking life. And have your rights and your freedoms. The right to pursue. Uh, uh, happiness. What, what is that happiness? Liberty and a pursuit. Life liberty and a pursuit of happiness. You don't have that. So. COVID just put another. Thumb on to me. And made me even further wake up to like, what's going on? All the shit started when Donald Trump became president. The man is getting destroyed. I have, I don't, I don't know. I'm almost positive. He has no idea who I am, but I have tweeted to him. And I warned him a long time ago. A long time ago. Betrayal comes from the inside. This man is being destroyed. And I can relate to that. The problem is, not only are you destroying the president of the United States and the leader of the free world, who isn't getting paid. I'm not going to defend him. He doesn't even get paid. Well, he's getting paid, but he donates his salary you're destroying a man you're destroying a father you're destroying a businessman i mean look what they did to kavanaugh when when speaking about judges what they did to that poor guy they destroyed that man because they all were afraid and fearful of losing their power sociopaths narcissists it's not what's good for the country. It's what's good for them. It's Rome all over again. And we are letting it happen. So when I watched the Glenn Beck here, not more than an hour ago, and he now, Glenn Beck, I have um, been a fan of ever since he was on CNN. Then he jumped over to Fox, 
Then he went off on his own. And when he went off on his own, I wasn't crazy about paying to watch him because it was GBTV and now it's the blaze or whatever he calls it now. But Glenn Beck was pretty spot on with a lot of stuff because his insight's amazing. And his record for accuracy is pretty high. And I listen and he's pretty damn clear about what he sees and he breaks it down. It's on YouTube. I was going to play it, but I don't, I've been ranting and of course talking cause it's my show and I don't know what comes out, but y'all should watch it. Just go to YouTube, Glenn Beck civil war. And if that doesn't make you think we're all in big trouble. There, there's a, in my opinion, there's a coup going on. The right guy is the president of the United States and he's being destroyed by people talking shit. And I only see it. I'm not even a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. If anything, I'm a libertarian or independent. So I have no dog in the fight here. I really don't. But if you have not been destroyed by the people that you love and you've taken marriage vows and you brought them into this world and you raised them and you wanted not, nothing for the best and you can have a total stranger who you know is a piece of shit in his family for that matter come into your family and just by circumstances or hearsay or both or supposedly a picture or video of me sitting at a table with a guy friend who I was somewhere with and says, Hey, Tim, you want to sit next to blankety blank and blankety blank? I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? And that's either videotaped or witnessed or false witnessed or whatever. And shown to my wife at the time and not even confronted and totally changed her opinion of me, not to mention my daughter, and destroyed me from the inside in a cowardice way because that's what sociopaths do. If that can happen to me, it can happen to anybody. And it's happening now. It's whether you want to see it or you're capable of seeing it. When I was on dating sites, oh my God, I would go and meet a woman and they would say they're divorced. And first of all, they would go, I go, okay, so how long have you been divorced? Well, I'm not divorced yet. I'm still going through my divorce. And I'm like, fuck, really? I don't want to get in a love triangle thing. You know, I didn't say it like that. I just don't. And then it came up, not in the same conversation, so another date. And it always came up, so they would say to me, so what caused your divorce? And me being honest, I mean, there's no reason to, to, to butter it up. It's like, oh, it just didn't work out or fucking whatever. Or she found another guy or, or, you know, whatever. 
or she got Lyme's disease and lost her fucking mind, you know, whatever. I just go my, uh, according to my therapist, my family was infiltrated by a sociopath and he destroyed everything. There was two reactions to that. And that's what's happening now. Anagalus to the way our president's being treated. The first reaction was kind of my date would bite her lip and look down and kind of change the subject. And the date didn't last too much longer. The other response was, I would tell them they would look down and then they would look up and they would smile and they would look at me and they would go, the same thing happened to me. And I'm telling you right now, it was at least 30 to 50% that people said that to me. So it's much higher than you think it is. And they all shared, and even not on dates, because people would ask me, why'd you get divorced after 27 years? I go, pretty much because of a sociopath. Dead silence. And they go, you know what? My ex-boyfriend did that to me and got my daughter to hate me. And I thought I was losing my goddamn mind. So do you, do you see any correlation in what I am describing it to what's going on with our country? Because divorce, and I don't want a civil war. I don't want any war. I, I, don't want, I want everybody to get along. But a divorce is a war. There is nothing other than, not everybody, because some people have a little bit of decency and don't want to inflict pain or quote, I'm going to destroy you. But that's what I'm seeing and hearing in our political arena with our president of the United States. You don't have to like him. You don't have to agree with him. You can call him whatever you want. But I'm telling you, if you keep attacking this man, you are not destroying Donald Trump. You're destroying the country. And if you want to be a part of that from a man that's been destroyed, from people that I provided for, that I took vows with, that I brought into this world, that I gave jobs to, And they were hell-bent on destroying me. Some in cowardice ways, mostly. Because <clears throat> that's what sociopaths do. It worked. You destroyed me. I'm 56 years old. I'm doing a stupid fucking podcast. I'm single. I don't have a pot to piss in, except some bonuses that I saved. I don't have a retirement. I got a car that I just recently got after I reestablished my credit that was destroyed because I couldn't pay the bills because of an aggressive divorce decree that was hell bent to destroy me while she was cohabitating with her now husband. I 
I have a motorcycle. I have four guitars. I've moved seven times. In five years, six years. When did all this shit start? Yeah, five years. And I'm sitting in the middle of a fucking cornfield in the Midwest trying to get my life back because I was destroyed. Is that what you truly want? Because when something's destroyed, somebody moves in to rebuild. When I was destroyed, my son-in-law moved in. He He's focusing on my niece and my nephew and my sister and my mom and dad. So much so, as crazy as this sounds, and I actually had to go for therapy for it when I was in Denver or Loveland because I couldn't take it anymore because my mom is given this guy who destroyed my fucking family and my business Christmas cards and Christmas gifts. And now he's going to family functions and father's day and my grandkids that I can't see because he won't let me and has my daughter under total control. And I know that because when she was going to divorce him, when they first got married, he threatened to take the kids, my grandkids from her. Typical control sociopathic behavior. And when I found out that my mom and dad and my sister, because she's in compliance, kids got to be happy that I wrote my parents a letter. And I said, as long as you associate with this guy and his family, do not associate with me more pain, more destruction. So if you think you're, if you're going to get Donald Trump out of the white house, and everything's just going to be fine without more destruction and pain, you are sadly mistaken. It's never going to stop. And the people that destroyed, anybody that can pass out and wish that type of pain and destruction on any person, any human being, is just flat out evil. But when things happen like this, your family's tested, your marriage is tested, your business is tested, your customers are tested, and they all failed. They left me for dead. 56 years old, raised two kids, kept them out of jail. My daughter got knocked up at 18. She's 18. No teenage pregnancies. She's an adult. She knows how high the weenie works. And she met a fucking asshole by letting one wrong person into my family that totally destroyed at least 18 years or more of busting my ass, providing and protecting for my family all for nothing except my son. And they accomplished their mission.
And going on five years after the divorce was finalized, January 7th, 2015, the pain and the destruction still continues. What motives they had, why they did, was because of one person from a really non-loving shit fucking family who this guy came into my family, I let him in, and destroyed my family. So we are all... <coughs> Excuse me, shit. We are all destroying our president, but not only that, our country. And the divorce and the the uh, collateral damage and all the damages. I mean, my ex-wife mar married. She told me this when we were talking. Married and divor almost divorced. She reconciled. Another sociopath. So she attracts these type of people. Not to mention that family's messed up. Her stepson's messed up from what I hear. So you can get rid of me as a husband, but what's going to replace you or me? I should say, what's going to replace me? It don't sound like it's any better for her. And all I heard was, I want to be happy. I don't want to be in business with my husband. Blah, 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 blah. And you know what? I don't give a flying fuck what she says. She isn't any happier, does not have a better man or family. She actually abandoned and turned her back on her family. My son barely talks to her. My daughter disowned her. I disowned my daughter. I disowned my wife, my ex-wife, and said, thank you for wasting 30 years of my life. For what? So you can get rid of me. You can get rid of I.E. Donald Trump. And if you think that that's the end of it, it's just the beginning. So before you start spewing out hate and you start name calling because you have the brain power of turning on the fucking television and having these assholes telling you the way it is. Consider the source. Who are you? If that's your opinion, you have every right to it. But if you get on something even like this, or you get on the boob tube, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, whoever, and you want to throw our leader, the president of the United States, under the bus and run him over and back the bus up and run him over again and call him a racist and a misogynist and all this stuff. You're destroying yourself. But you won't see it because all you're focusing on is destroying this man. But in doing that, you're destroying your country. 
your family, everything that this country was built on and stands for, it's all going to be gone because somehow you were wronged. Have you, and some have, but you need to ask yourself this, have you lost your family, your business, customers, your livelihood, filed bankruptcy, moved seven times by the time you're 56, and make five times less than what you did being a business owner compared to an employee. Is there a lot of people I could blame for this? Absolutely. And is it justified? Absolutely. But for me to retaliate and go after them, for me now to inflict pain for justice, inequality, is only going to hurt somebody else. And is that what you really want to do? Because it's never going to end. In the reality of the situation, if you really get into it, it's all my fault. You know why? Because I picked the people to be in my life and I trusted them, but you can't blame me for that. I built a life with them. I brought kids into this world with them. I gave people jobs. I took care of customers. But that was all my choice. So continue to do what you're doing. Try to destroy the president in this country. Blame everything and everybody on who you want, including him. But the bottom line truth of it all is that you made the decision to have people in your life, whether it's your family, elected officials, whatever, and they fucked you. But that's on them. So the question is, what are you going to do about it? I can only answer that by my position in a lot of thinking. And the only thing you can do, which I've done, get to know who you really are. Live with yourself. Find out who you really are. Pray, read a lot of books. But the bottom line of all of this shit <laughs> is obtaining peace and happiness. And the only person that can do that is you, not the president, not your job, not your spouse, not your kids, you. And the only way you're going to obtain that is making the right decisions. Are you going to make the right decisions every time? Fuck no. Fuck. <laughs> There's no way. If you tell, if you figure that out, please tell me. But you have to listen to the universe 
You have to listen to God and you have to be a good human. But this whole resentful hate, name calling bullshit is going to destroy everything. And it's not going to stop when they obtain their objectives and goals. Mark my words on that one. And the worst part of it it is there's no turning back. So that's when you're going to be looking at yourself and we're going to be Venezuela. We're going to have hyperinflation. We're going to be so divided. You're not going to trust anybody. And the only person you're going to have to blame is you. Get the shitty people out of your life. Make your circle as small as possible. Trust, but verify, another Reagan thing, and live one day at a time. Set boundaries. Whatever it is, every aspect of your life, from relationships to being to being treated personally and professionally, and then also have alignments with beliefs and morals and ethics in thinking and respecting people. Options. If they cross a boundary, you let them know and you let them go. Or if it's something that was a mistake or you really cherish the situation, give them one more chance. But that's it. Don't be stuck in a hypnotic rhythm. And be sucked into the cesspool and shithole of other people's lives. You have to break free of that. Because all you're doing is you're being used. But you can't see it. Don't. My therapist, after I told him all this shit. And I had an hour the first time in, in Colorado. I said, I might win the prize for the most fucked up story. And he kind of laughed. So I told him what I did. And when it was all said and done, he said, Tim, you're doing the right things. And he said this, and I say this too, don't be a part of the circus. So if you're strong enough to walk away, to accept things by being betrayed by people again that you love for, provided for, gave them opportunity, let them in your family. And if you think that when it's all done and it's done, it's not done. It's never going to be done because people continue to want revenge, equity, equality, And every time you dish that out, it just creates unintended consequences. It's got to stop. And it's only going to stop with you. So forgive everybody. That's another thing too. And I don't want to get into that, but forgiving doesn't mean everything's fine. Forgiving is I forgive you. Because you want that person that betrayed you or fucked you to feel the way you did. You want to inflict that pain onto them. Whole thing's about 
but there's the misconception that just because you forgave somebody that you're going to be their best buddy again and have the same relationship that you did, which was dysfunctional in the first place because they fucked you for some reason. You have to forgive them and let that go. And it's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. But just because I forgave them doesn't mean that you have to have anything to do with them. Now, if they ask for you for forgiveness, <coughs> excuse me, that's that's a different story. I haven't had that happen yet. But I will honestly say this. If somebody came up to me, I don't care who they are, and they asked for forgiveness and they were genuinely sorry, I could let them back in. But it ain't going to happen. Too much destruction and pain has happened. And once you're past that point of no return in a relationship, marriage, whatever, now the country, once you're past that point of no return, I couldn't imagine anybody that has treated the president of the United States like a piece of shit and go up to them and find and realize they were being a bad person and ask the president for forgiveness. I could, I, I can't, I, there's no way Nan, like Nancy Pelosi. Are you fucking kidding me? Chuck Schumer, Biden, no way, never going to happen, but it needs to. We are much stronger in unity than division. And divided, we are going to fall. So watch, just watch that Civil War thing with uh, Glenn Beck on YouTube. If anything, just listen. Don't like, oh my God, is you know, or oh he's full of shit, he's crazy. No, <laughs> well, don't judge. Just listen. Make your own decisions. Because you know what, the outcome of the quality of your life in this country may depend on it. You reap what you sow. Too much destruction, too much hate, which probably means you're on Facebook. And I'm I'm sick of it. I have been destroyed. And I never thought that would happen. And the president is being destroyed. And it won't end. So think before you spew out hate or you judge somebody or miscon misconceive what's going on some asshole on tv's telling you that they've been trying to get the guy out of the presidency from day one because he's an outsider is he rich is he this he's that yeah he's all that did his dad give him this and yeah so what he's a public servant now and he's trying to make the country better but that doesn't mean everybody needs to agree with them. And then if they don't call them names, this election in this situation in 40 something days is going to be a turning point for this country. I have no doubt, but I can't sit here from a person that has been destroyed from the closest Bound by God vows of a spouse 
and a person I brought into this world being destroyed by them with no feelings of guilt or remorse or asking for forgiveness. I can't sit here because it's just my life. Who gives a fuck? President of the United States is different. And if it was Obama or even Clinton or any of these other assholes, I would be saying the same thing. I was appalled in how Obama was treated just because of his color of his skin. I actually emailed him when he was senator, said you should run for president. I don't know if he would remember that, but I swear on my life in a polygraph test. And he actually responded and it was kind of like, oh, <laughs> you know, that would be something. And because I asked him just at least in the state, state of Illinois to submit a bill or whatever you would call it to have a day of recognizing Nikola Tesla for his accomplishments. And he said, oh, Nikola Tesla was an eccentric and this and that and everything else. But at least he responded to me. But I never disliked Obama for the color of his skin. I didn't agree with a lot of shit he did. And I would be defending him just as much if it was anybody else. You don't destroy a person, especially one where it's going to affect the entire country, if not the world. You're setting an example in how to treat people. And trust me, the unintended consequences are going to be so unpredictable and everlasting that you have no idea. There's going to be scars. But if you really hate them and you really think he hates women and he hates people of color and all, and he's just a greedy fucking narcissistic asshole and you want him out, that's your decision. But you better be careful what you ask for. Because you're part of the problem. And you're going to get what you're asking for. And you don't want that. So, anyway, that's it. I'm done. I was going to play some of the shit from Glenn Beck. I, I just, this comes out. And no matter how much, even if I have a half-ass plan in my head, it, not, it never happens. <laughs> so... Uh, it just goes to where it goes. I'm just going to pray for all of us, but don't be fooled. Don't think these people have your intentions. What's best for you, my own wife and daughter. And now to appoint my parents because they're being, they're being fooled by a sociopath. You are being fooled. You're being played by a sociopath. But by the time you figure that out, it's going to be too late. I encourage you as dark and as crazy as a sociopath is. You just type YouTube and there's some like Indian back uh, background doctor lady. That's fascinating with this stuff. And all you got to do is type on YouTube, how to identify a sociopath. And if you can see the connections in how you're being used and treated for them to get one up on you and spin it where they're your friend, they're your son-in-law, they're your elected servant, they care about you when they only go around you 
to get what they want, and that's control and power. And that's pretty much it in a nutshell. If you're targeted by them, you're fucked. You're, you're just fucked. You're, you're going to lose your mind, and you can't win. Because the time you figure it out, it's too late. That's how clever and fucked up these people are. You're being used and attacked by a group of sociopaths that have no intentions other than control and power, and they don't want to lose it. And if you can get that into your head, you will see a whole different light on this stuff. And use common sense. What does Donald Trump get out of this? He's not even being paid. So somebody that's a narcissist, well, 400 grand ain't nothing anyway. Really? I'll take 400 grand. Believe me, it's 400 grand. Uh, I made 350 in my heyday. Uh, that's pretty good. That's really good. Use common sense. But above all else, be a good human. Get your head out of your ass. Swallow a big red pill. Share this fucking show. And save the country. Because if you don't, you're all going to get what you want. And we're all going to be fucked. For a long time. That's it. That's my opinion. Thanks for listening. I know it's kind of deep. And just don't, I didn't, it's not about politics. It's about being a good human. Like I said, I don't fucking care who is the president right now. If they were being treated like Donald Trump, I would be saying the same fucking thing. And if you don't believe me, we'll see. If crazy Joe gets in there, I mean, I don't know how I can defend, in my opinion, an incompetent, ment mentally handicapped person <laughs> it's pretty apparent to me but uh it's not even incoherent a lot i, I mean i mean he's not coherent a lot he's incoherent i, I don't know if i can defend that but that remains to be seen so but i won't defend or or, or back evil and then this this president's not evil so I, I can see evil. And if I'm being fooled, then Satan's really, really, really good. Because he fooled me. But uh, he can have your head, but he can't have my heart. And I know better. Plus, I've been through it. So that's my perspective. That's me. That's the original Red Pill show. And I got to go. So please share the show. And uh, nobody called. I don't know. Maybe people dropped out. I have no fucking idea. Uh, but just think before you act. So, all right. I'm going to say goodbye to everybody. Thanks in the chat room and Podbean. Who's in here? Me? Me with love? Hmm, okay. Homeboy. Cedric. James. Pink Squirrel. Hmm. And Maverick. And then I don't know who's in Steam Yard. Pamela's in there. Hi, Bonnie. Everybody came in. No way. Wow. What? Scarlet's in here. I haven't checked this because I've been fucking ranting. Dave, 
whatever. Yeah, this was an episode that I didn't know where it was going. Just trying to make you think. Okay. Lee. Oh, well, thanks, Lee. I appreciate it. I don't want to be right, though. I mean, I, I know what you're saying. It's not about being right, goddammit. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not bitching at you. It, it's about the truth. Whatever you're going to put out, I don't want to get redundant here because I'm saying goodbye. Whatever you're going to put out, you're going to get back. Coming, hey, zombie, what's up? Coming from a person that's been destroyed by their family and friends and customers and everybody I let close to me, and they were successful, when I see this happening to somebody else, if it was any of you guys, anybody, or the President of the United States, I'm going to say something. You don't destroy a person because if you think you're just destroying that person, you are so wrong. You are so wrong. And is that what you want to do? You want to pass out pain and destruction for the sacrifice of obtaining your goal because you've been discriminated against or oppressed or whatever? I mean, everybody has to different extents, levels, degrees, but there's nothing worse, trust me, than being betrayed and destroyed by the people that you love. But this is a macro level here, man. You guys are destroying this guy for bullshit reasons. Is he perfect? No, nobody's perfect. Well, I don't agree with a lot of shit he does, but you're, you're knocking down a guy that's our leader. And it, I just got to call it out, man. You just, cause it's not going to stop. So whatever, open your mind. <laughs> yeah. See, that's a lot of people can't, a lot of people can't do that. I, I think you really got to go through hell. And you just really have to experience this stuff personally to, wake up and a lot of people are awake in our awakening i mean the bottom line of all of this is control and power through socialism and communism but but nobody sees that and in every single case it ends up in poverty and then the evil people end up in control. And when you say that, oh, that's, this is the United States of America. That can't happen. Really? Huh. Yeah. And like Nikki Six says from Motley Crue, not that I'm a huge fan or anything, but he's got a song, uh, Beautiful Lies of the Beautiful People. You know, first you have to lie to tell the truth. First you have to die to live. All the lyrics in that song is like, holy fuck. You you got to go through the bad to get to the good. But the point is you got to get to the other side. You got to wake up and uh, have all these revelations. And um, I mean, I've been through fucking hell. You guys don't know <laughs> half of what I've been through. I only share what I share when... There's situations either happening in my life or I'm observing something outside of me that's going to affect a lot of people, a lot of people. And if people continue to think 
and hate inside politically with their party or even their color of their skin and tribalism and all this bullshit. Because whoever you hate, you're going to come back in the next life as that person you hated. So you're not going to get anything out of this at all. So you better wake the fuck up now and sit back and be a good human. That's it. Be a good human. Listen to this show. Listen to this network. Listen to the good and the bad. It's the only way you learn. Listen to people you can't stand. And process it and make your own decision. But don't follow these people. Because you have some type of bond or commonality. Regardless of what that is. That's not going to get anybody anywhere. Yeah, love is the key. Yeah. That's exactly it. You don't want to go through. I don't wish. Even them would I. Think about it. And don't be dysfunctional. Don't, yeah, don't be dysfunctional. Apathetic. Be like a crazy day. No offense. World's all full of love. Uh, and that's fine. But don't. Somebody call them out. Read the book Boundaries to Boundaries. And if somebody crosses, you give them a warning and or you cross the boundary with me. I know that really. Sensitive, sacrifice yourself for other that. Let's see, blah blah, global fire up to 5G, RFID chip, vaccinations with nano. Uh, you're not gonna have in Satchajuin. What would you like? I'm just, I'm being smart. Don't take one. Take me serious. Yeah. Um, love is the key. What they're going to do. That's what they are doing. Yeah. 
the weapons. And we know here. Talked about this. You have call it. That's what I coined. You are your mental your morals, your feelings, your behavior, all that crap, your mental essence. And they're trying to destroy you with mental warfare. Because sticks and stones and bombs, I mean, that's just mutual self-destruction. But if you can destroy a person without touching them, without firing a shot, without getting physical, and you can destroy a person in compliance through mental warfare, that's that's everlasting. You can rebuild from bombs and <clears throat> people dying and just everybody start fucking like rabbits and repopulate the earth. But if you're mentally destroyed, it's kind of like the Matrix. You know, we're not in pods yet or hooked up to virtual reality yet for a power supply for AI and, and machines. But it's getting fucking close. It's a matter of compliance and brainwashing and indoctrination and them getting to do what they want you to do. And it's much more successful and powerful than shoving a bomb up your ass. So, very thing. I think we are in World War III. It's just what's your definition of world war? Definitely the globe's fucked up. There's no doubt about it. People are suffering. And it's all from fear tactics and a virus and you can't live your life and don't worry, we'll fix it. <laughs> okay. So they're dominating us just from mental warfare. So, but if you can recognize that, then that's, that's amazing. You're, you're awake. Yeah, mass mind control. Pretty much. MK Ultra, all this other crap. So yeah, if we stand together, we win. That's true. But what are you standing up for? So love, be a good person. And I mean, it's really just that simple. And don't hate and don't blame and don't point fingers. And can't even recognize when people or someone's there for you and sociopaths twist it into that they're the enemy. It's just it logic, common sense, your gut, and a lot of self-help and professional therapy will make all this shit come out. Some people that wake up really quick and understand it and have an epiphany don't need to do that. But you just got you got to have all information coming in so you can process the misinformation from the real information. And then once you do that, then you'll have some type of direction. But if it goes dark or evil or negative or destructive, then that's the wrong path. It's pretty obvious. But what the challenge is for you is to recognize that. So you want to start calling people names and races and the N-word and whatever. And, and well, I'm going to get 
justice because we've been treated unfairly and it's payback time. It's like that, then that's wrong. It's just fucking wrong. You can call it out and stand up for it, but when you cross the line into violence and now you're going to pay because I paid. Well, you, you paid because you let it happen. Yeah, you're a victim, but you're in a victim in a way that you can't recognize because you're blaming others. You're blaming your fellow neighbor and man and innocent people. The people that oppressed you and inflicted mental warfare on you intrinsically to attack your mental essence are the ones that are posing that they care about you. And it's them that fucked up your life, but they're twisting it like a sociopath that somehow your neighbor fucked you and your life sucks and it's miserable and you've been oppressed and used because of your neighbor that has nothing to fucking do with it. Yeah. I blame myself. I don't own a phone. Do you? Yeah, I do. Actually, I don't want to. So. Anyway, that's enough. This is the original Red Pill show. There's a reason for it. Before the meltdown, I was a complete dumbass, and I didn't see the forest through the trees, and I didn't see exactly what was going on in the hierarchy and the puppets and the elites and all this stuff and uh, the false pretense or... living in this country with the constitution and you have rights and you have a job is nothing more than in my opinion. And I mean, no offense to this is just kind of conditional false sense of reality of rewards because the harder you work, the more successful you are slavery. We're all wage earners and debt slaves and that's the system. And until you realize that too, you're just not going to get it. You can work and work and work and work. And you're going to go into debt and more debt and more debt. And when things go bad and you have all that debt, you're fucked. Okay. So it's simple as that. Cause that's what happened to me. <laughs> so don't be me, but oh yeah, I know someone needs to see it and I will say it. I will say it. Because that's me. I will not be broken. People have tried to break me. My dad. People I've worked for. Uh, I mean, just, I've been I've been trying and I just won't. I, I will not be broken. So, and when I do go through things, I share them. Two books I shared with a friend. One was uh, Napoleon Hill, Outwitting the Devil. And it's okay that you're not okay which deals with loss. So, and the other one is hypnotic rhythm where you're just being fucked with by the devil and he interviews the devil. Fascinating book. Oh my God. It really picked me up out of my doldrums. And then you'll run into other books that align with you and what you're trying to figure out, but read as much as you can watch, um, good YouTube stuff. The Atlantis report's really good. Uh, Kaiser report's really good. 
I don't want to get into finances and that whole bullshit because it's a whole nother rabbit hole that I didn't decide that I don't want to talk about right now some other time. Just constantly be open to everything and anything. And eventually you'll find the answers. But yeah, whether you're right or wrong, it doesn't really matter. It's the truth and the path and the journey. And the journey picks you. And that's it. But don't listen to these fucking people, man. <laughs> Please don't. Figure it out on your own. Because tribalism and hate, again, and all the other stuff I talked about a million times, is just going to create more of that. So. Canada doesn't put people in jail for tax evasion? Really? Hmm. It's interesting. Well, the only reason they're so they're so stringent on that is because they threw Al Capone in jail for that. So that's you know, so now we're all Al Capone. <laughs> so it's like whatever. Okay. Uh yeah, ta taxes are not even, in my opinion, they're unconstitutional. It says it right in the constitution. But I don't want to get into that either. That's a whole different thing. You're not going to win that one. So the only way we're going to win is going on strike and pulling on Rand and Atlas Shrugged and just say, you know what? I'm done. Until you fuckers fix this the way it was intended to be, I'm not contributing. No violence, no nothing. It's like, look, I'm out. I'm not playing the game. I'm not showing up. I don't have an income. Might end up hopeless or hopeless. Not, you'll never be hopeless. Homeless. It's like I'm not playing a game no more. Fuck all he is. What are they going to do? What are they going to do if we tomorrow say we're all going on strike, fix it, I'm done? Not a goddamn thing. There's nothing they can do. Except they have to fix it. So that's enough. Share the show, whatever, and uh, y'all have a good night. I really appreciate it. I think that's going on two hours. And uh, I'll be back. And I'm just trying to make you think. Okay? Just remember that. It's not about right. It's not about being wrong. It's about waking the fuck up. And that's why it's called the original Red Pill Show.